2: What's going on, everybody? Another Al Gatulo craft beer cast right here on AM 970. The answer. A great show for you tonight. Craft beer guests that'll be joining me. Yes, plural. That'll be joining me this hour. The usual news and notes to get to. But first, how can you follow me? Very easily on Twitter at Al Gatulo. Instagram at Gatulo, dot Facebook.com slash A G craft beer cast via email at Albert G at NYC radio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms, although they are, Apple is talking about getting rid of iTunes. So um, how will you be able to find me on there? I'm assuming they're going to keep some type of platform or whatever. Again, I'm not an Apple guy, so I don't know all the ins and outs uh, of um, of iTunes. But for now, you can get me on there as well as on Google Play. Uh, just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast, and you can find all the shows on those two platforms. There is a hissing noise in this room, and I don't understand why, but whatever. we'll Hopefully, we'll address that at some point. Um, also, we are on the Hopped Up Network. Just go over to the HoppedUpNetwork.com. You can find my podcast uh, the day after this show airs on AM 970 The Answer. It's a day, it's hours, probably about six or seven hours later, uh, where you can get it up on HoppedUpNetwork.com. Uh, and uh, just there's some great stuff on there. Uh, not only my podcast, lots of others as well. You definitely want to check out uh, the Hopped Up Network. And of course, we are Alexa ready as well. You just say to your Alexa unit, I want to hear the algatulo Craft Beer cast on AM 970. The answer, and bingo. There you go. You get to hear the show right on there. Now, coming up in 20 minutes, Clark Louie, uh, the president, and then Mike Sable, the brewmaster of Toppling Goliath Beers. They're located out in Decorah, Iowa. They just came into the state of New Jersey about a a little over a month ago um, and uh, had a chance to speak to Clark and Mike a couple of weeks ago, and so we're going to present that interview uh, to you tonight. That is coming up in about 20 minutes from now. Cool stuff from these guys at Toppling Goliath, especially the fact that um, they recently, um, laws in Iowa uh, were changed a little bit to benefit uh, breweries so they can also... Uh, distill Spirits, which is a big uh, game changer uh, for the folks at Top Gun Goliath, and we'll get into that with uh, Clark and Mike uh, coming up in about 20 minutes from now. And while I figured out where the hissing is coming from, apparently it's coming from my laptop here. There must be a fan or something going, and that's why you're, uh, you're hearing that. Uh, hopefully you're not hearing it, and it's not too annoying, but it's definitely in my ears, so uh, it's annoying. But I digress. Let's get into news and notes. A bunch of different things happening all across the country. Um, Longtime Rogue Ales brewmaster John Mayer has announced plans to retire uh, coming up in July of this year. That's next month, according to Brew Public. Meyer64 uh, made the announcement a couple weeks ago during uh, the John Mayer Coastal Brewfest, a retirement party slated for July 27th at the Rogue East Side Pub in Portland. A replacement has not yet been named there. So, uh, congratulations, uh, John, on your retirement from Rogue. Uh, at Maui Brewing, now the second of four beers in a series of variations of the award-winning Imperial Coconut Porter, Maui Brewing Company will be releasing, uh, or released, excuse me, Flat White. Uh, that was last Friday, June the 7th, uh, in their restaurant and tasting room. Uh, the elegant beer features flavors of dark chocolate, rich coffee, brown sugar, and creamy nougat provided by the Sumatra Tano Batak and Peru El Puno coffee beans and lactose, from a collaboration with locally roasted Origin Coffee Roasters. Uh, Flat White is available in 750 milliliter bottles for take home consumption in speci- in specified markets, as well as on draft in each of Maui Brewing Company's four locations on Maui and Oahu, uh, coming up in a few weeks. For more information, you can visit MauiBrewing.com or follow Maui Brewing CO on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So if you're heading out to the island and. Um, You want to check out the newest from Maui Brewing, if you can still get it, if it hasn't uh, kicked already, definitely want to check that out. As we move on here on our news and notes, Heavy Seas, now this is interesting. So Heavy Seas is announcing the launch of E-Crisper Cider. They're getting into the cider business. Again, this is a trend that we're seeing now from breweries that uh, need to reach out beyond the beer market. Uh, you've got people who may not be into beer. You're trying to do different things. We've seen Forgotten Boardwalk is doing a spiked seltzer for the first time. First time a New Jersey brewery is doing that. Now we're seeing ciders coming out from different breweries. So E-Crisper Cider, it's a 5% ABV, a traditional English cider uh, crafted from 100% cider apples. 34 different varieties of apples uh, have been put together in this ba- batch to give this cider a, its refreshing taste. And this is from the press release. e Crispers has a unique Bittersweet flavor that's fruit-focused, crisp, and balanced with a classic finish. So they produced the cider in England under the supervision of cider maker uh, Barney Butterfield, who is the owner and cider maker of Sanford Orchids. uh, Orchids. Orchids? Orchids. I always get that mixed up. Orchid, Orchids. Sorry. Uh, Apparently they are targeting a price point at $8.99 a six-pack. Uh, So this is pretty cool. Uh, So um, Heavy Seas coming out with Eat Crisper Cider. Uh, I've reached out to the folks from Heavy Seas to see if I can get some samples of that, and we'll review uh, as soon as possible. But we're also trying to get somebody from Heavy Seas on. Talk about all the different changes that they've made over the last several several months. These new uh, smaller barrel beers uh, that they're coming out with, smaller uh, takes on different things, sours, et cetera, et cetera. And, and of course, now that they have a cider, uh, that is pretty cool. Uh, Our good friends from Stone Brewing. Uh, they are. Um, they have their 23rd anniversary celebration and invitational beer festival coming up in August. So, amazing to believe that Stone has been around for 23 years. And so, tickets are on sale now. Uh, this is going to be the weekend of August the 16th. Uh, they are going to have uh, different things going on in all of their tap rooms across the country. Not only in Escondido, up in Napa Valley, down in San Diego... Uh, also in, I believe in Virginia as well. So on Friday, August 16th, uh, this is all day long. Stone's 23rd anniversary, ultimate tap room takeovers. Each of Stone's tap rooms will kick off 23 with special beers on tap, rare and vintage bottles, food trucks, live music, right? No tickets are necessary. You can go and, and, uh, and sample as many beers as you want. Obviously got to pay per beer, uh, so they're going to do that on Friday, August 16th. That's the takeovers. That's all day long at all of Stone's uh, tap rooms. Then you're going to have, on Saturday, August 17th, the Stone 23rd Anniversary Rare Beer Festival. That takes place um, at the uh, the main hub at Stone in Escondido at 1999 Citricado Parkway. Uh, from 7 to 10 p.m., there's a VIP hour that starts at 6 and goes till 10 o'clock. Those tickets are already sold out. So they're going to have... Let's see. They're going to have uh, some guest breweries there. They are going to dig into the cellar for some rare stuff, casks, bottles, special release beers. Um, they, uh, again, there's going to be a lot of boozy beers there. They're encouraging you to take Uber or Lyft uh, to get there or get a ride from somebody because there's going to be some really uh, deep, complex, boozy beers that are going to be at this event. So the tickets are $99. They include 22-ounce pours of rare beers. Endless two-ounce tasters of select Stone Brewing beers. I'm assuming they're staples, so if you don't want the rare stuff, you can drink the the other stuff all, you know, the entire event. Tasty Bites from Stone's Kitchen, commemorative 23rd uh, anniversary tasting glass, live music, plus they're going to have a cigar lounge with cigars for purchase. That's pretty cool. For 100 bucks, I know three hours, you might seem like it's a lot of money, but uh, three hours, all well, you can drink there is select Stone beers and two twenty two ounce pours of rare beers. That's pretty good. Plus, you're getting food included, the music, and you got a cigar lounge uh, to purchase cigars to smoke as well. That's very cool. Now, uh, the uh, the VIP session, you get all of the above, plus 10 rare beers, only available from 6 to 7, and a meet-the-brewer experience. You get to meet the brew, one of the brewers from uh, Stone, which is pretty cool. Uh, again, you can go to stonebrewing.com for all the information on those tickets, but the VIP tickets already sold out. And then finally, on Sunday, August 18th, They're going to have another celebration uh, at Decatur Road in San Diego, which is the Stone Brewing World Bistro and Gardens Liberty Station and the Grassy North Promenade. If you've ever been to Liberty Station, it's really cool. They have a a beautiful restaurant taproom, and then they have this, like, kind of promenade that's next door. They're going to have this whole event there as well. I visited it. It's beautiful. This is from 3 to 6 p.m. Uh, The tickets are $35 for this event. You get 22-ounce pours of independent craft beers with additional tasters available for purchase. Not only Stone, there'll be other breweries there as well. Food trucks, food for purchase from Stone's Kitchen, complimentary samples from uh, their favorite vendors, uh, an anniversary glass from Stone, live music and a DJ, and you're also going to have the Cigar Lounge with cigars. Uh, for purchase, very cool. They're going to be donating uh, money to a number of different nonprofit organizations: Surf Rider Foundation, Boys and Girls Club of San Marcos, the YMCA of San Diego County, and Fight ALD. That's very cool. So Stone's big, big anniversary weekend taking place. Uh, it starts Friday, August sixteenth, and it runs the entire weekend all over Stone uh, in San Diego. So very cool uh, from the folks at Stone. And then real quick. Uh, Matt Sambolin, our operations manager, gave me this uh, piece from AM uh, New York. Uh, A bunch of different things to do in the city, in New York City, you know, brewery-wise. So uh, Fifth Hammer Brewing Company uh, is doing a nitro cream ale uh, that I believe is out now. Uh, This is Cream Regimes, uh, and this is out now. Fifth Hammer, located 10-2846th Avenue in Long Island City. Uh, that's very cool. And they did it with an award-winning home brewer. It's a collaboration with a home brewer. Uh, Rockaway Brewing Company's Brews Cruise. Uh, the Brews Cruise runs every Saturday uh, of the summer from June 1st to August 31st. They make a total of six loops each day. The 28-passenger uh, shuttle departs from Rockaway's Long Island City location at 46-015th Street starting at 945 in the morning. Drops beachgoers off at Beach 73rd Street and Beachfront Road. Shuttles depart every two hours to return to Long Island City. Uh, riders will meet at the brewery's Rockaway location at 415 Beach, 72nd Street. Uh, and then uh, the cruiser uh, takes you around. Uh, you can purchase uh, beers at either the uh, Long Island City or Rockaway locations. You get the beers on the bus. Uh, there's a special where six bus tickets bought together get you a complimentary six-pack of beer. Very cool uh, from the folks at Rockaway Brewing. Uh, and the other one is something that just came out uh, this this a couple of days ago uh, from the good folks at Flagship Brewing, Pizza Rat Pilsner for the Staten Island Yankees. They changed their name, I guess, at some point during the season and called themselves Pizza Rat Pilsner. Um, the, uh, so this is a pilsner that's dry hopped with citra hops. Uh, they had the can release uh, this past Thursday, and cans are also available uh, at the brewery, or you can get them when you go to uh, the, Yankee, uh, the Staten Island Yankees Pizza Rats Uh, at the stadium there uh, that overlooks Manhattan. It's a beautiful stadium, beautiful sight lines. You get to see the city. Uh, Very cool. So cool things from uh, the folks from Flagship, uh, from Rockaway Brewing, as well as Fifth Hammer Brewing Company. Now, when we come back after a short break, we're going to have more news and notes, including Funkworks Tap Takeover over at Paragon Tap and Table uh, this past Thursday. Folks, we're just getting started on this wonderful, wonderful beer cast, and it's made, or not, well, sort of made, with barley and hops. This is the Algatullo Craft Beercast on AM 970 The Answer.
0: Every Saturday morning at 7, the Auto Lab, the longest-running auto show in New York City, can be heard for a full two hours. Host Professor Harold Walchok and a diverse panel of automotive experts will answer all your basic automotive questions and fill you in on the history and culture of the auto industry. The Auto Lab is on the air and here to help for a full two hours. Listen every Saturday morning starting at 7, right here on AM 970, The Answer. If you're like most people, you want your family to be happy, to have long life, to create wealth, to have honor and influence, along with a pleasant and peaceful life. I'll share this secret from the oldest book on the planet, which contains economic and financial principles. Proverbs chapter 3 says, Happy is the man that findeth wisdom, and the man that getteth understanding. The Bible words wisdom and understanding are what we call today, skill sets. At Tradeway, we teach you skill sets my family has used for five generations to trade in the stock market. Market. I'm Pastor David Mitchell, and I've been in the ministry 28 years and never taken a salary from the church. Learn how to reach your biggest goals through small steps with Tradeway. Join
3: us at the Marriott Marquis in Times Square, August 2nd and 3rd. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-TRADE. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com.
0: The AM 970 book of the month from Regnery Publishing is Why We Need the Electoral College by Tara Ross. Is the Electoral College anti-democratic? The presidential candidate with the most popular votes has lost the election at least three times, and for some, this is a flaw in the Constitution. Tara Ross disagrees and argues that the Electoral College is actually one of the guardrails ensuring the stability of the American Republic. Enter to win a copy of Why We Need the Electoral College at am970theanswer.com. That's am970theanswer.com.
3: Have you been denied credit? Are you paying high interest rates because of a low credit score? Join the thousands of people who've relied on creditrepair.com to help rebuild their credit score.
4: I went to get my first car. I had to get a used car, high interest, and so I knew that things were things were done from there.
3: For over 15 years, we've helped thousands with their search for solutions to credit issues. We communicate with you, your creditors, and the credit bureaus with a unique approach designed to remove items like late payments, collections, charge-offs, liens, bankruptcy, and foreclosures that are unfair or in accurate.
4: I've gone up 40 points already.
3: There are many services offering to tell you your credit score and even monitor it for you. But what good is just knowing your credit score when what you really need is to fix it? Credit repair members see a significant improvement in their credit scores month after month. Call now to get your no obligation credit consultation, including your free credit score and free summary credit report. Don't delay. Call 800-859-0720. That's 800-859-0720. 800-859-0720.
0: Jay Secular live on top of the world weeknights at 6 on AM 970. The answer.
2: Welcome back to the Al Gattulo craft beer cast on AM 970. The answer. You can follow me very easily on Twitter at Al Instagram at Gatulo G A double T. U double L O, also on Untapped at Gatulo. Facebook.com slash AG via email at Albert G at NYC uh, iTunes and Google Play. You can just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. Alexa Ready as well. And we're also on the Hopped Up Network. Just go to the HoppedUpNetwork.com. And on Monday mornings, you will get the latest version of the Craft Beer Cast from there. But also, while you're on the Hopped Up Network, there's a lot of other great beer shows on there, Selling Craft Beer, Uh, the Two Brewers, I think, are on there as well, Uh, and a bunch of others. You can click on those, download them, and listen to them uh, at your leisure. And uh, we thank the good folks from Hopped Up Network for putting... Uh, the craft beer cast on their platform now coming up in ten minutes, Clark Louie, the president and uh, the brewmaster Mike Sabo of uh, toppling Goliath located out of decorah, Iowa, will join me lots of good stuff to talk about um, with those two gentlemen so uh, we'll not only talk about beer but also distilling uh, as well some new laws in Iowa directly related uh, from uh, toppling Goliath uh, that has to do with uh, you know uh, expanding the uh, the beer and the distilling industry uh, in Iowa so a couple of things here I wanted to get to. Uh, the first is uh, my take on uh, Funkworks, which has uh, just come into New Jersey. And uh, the other night, Paragon Tap and Table, my local uh, uh, joint that I go and drink, uh, some delicious new beers and some uh, you know great local beers as well. Uh, they had a uh, tap takeover with Funkworks. Now, Funkworks, for those who don't know, based out of uh, Fort Collins, uh, Colorado. Uh, they do a lot of saisons, a lot of uh, you know, different sours and stuff. And so... They uh, they're they're here in New Jersey. They just came in a couple of weeks ago, and uh, Peerless Beverage, I believe, is the ones that are uh, distributing them. So they did a tap takeover. Only their four core beers they had on tap. So they had their uh, their regular saison, their Belgian style wheat with spices, their white, uh, their raspberry provincial, and then their Tropic King and Imperial saison. Uh, so I, got, I had a chance to try all of them. I have to say. The raspberry provincial I liked the most. I liked it so much out of my flight that I ended up getting a full pour of the raspberry. Bright, tart, juicy. It was just really uh, a nice sour. I, I, you know, I guess I want my sours a little bit more sourish, uh, but this is a nice approachable sour at four point two percent. It's not, um, it's not very. It's, it doesn't have a, wine, a very heavy wine taste to it. Uh, really liked it. I like the fact on their website, uh funkworks.com, scom f u n k w e r k s com, that they say that this uh, beer pairs well with day drinking. I would agree with them. This is definitely something that if you wanted to start off uh, day drinking, this is definitely something that you can enjoy. Um, their Tropic King uh, was okay. Uh, I didn't think it was. Um, I didn't think it was that great. I definitely got uh, some mango in it and some ginger. I don't know if I really got the pepper notes out of it. Um, it's a nice beer. Uh, it's an eight percent saison. Uh, I don't know if I would. Um, I don't know if I necessarily drink that one again. I'd have to have more than just a, fl- uh, a flight of it. I think I, I'd have to have it a couple of times uh, before I got used to it. They're Belgian style uh, wheat ale with spices. They're white. Um, again, okay, nothing special for me. I think their regular saison I liked more uh, at almost seven percent. Uh, a nice, uh, you know, a nice crisp saison uh, that I could probably enjoy out in the backyard. Uh, with a cigar. So I would have liked to have seen some of their other beers uh, to start, but um, is Funkworks something I would go back to again? Yeah, probably. Certainly their Raspberry uh, Sour, I would definitely try again and again and again. With the low ABV at 4%, uh, it's definitely something worth drinking uh, again and again. So, uh, you know, some decent stuff from Funkworks. I wasn't super blown away by it. Uh, Talked with the rep for a couple of minutes. Didn't even really get his name. I think he's more than likely just a peerless employee and not uh, uh, you know, a guy who's employed by Funkworks. I got a glass and a hat out of it, so I was happy with that. But um, uh, some of their stuff is good. Some of it, mm, I'd have to try it again uh, in order to uh, really get a, a, a good a good feel for it. What I did get, though, which I was impressed with, my buddy um, Seth Dollard stopped by from uh, Forgotten Boardwalk, and um, he dropped off uh, their new uh, uh, gem, uh, which is, uh, you know, their new spiked seltzer, which is the first New Jersey brewery to come out with a spiked seltzer. And I had a taste of that. Uh, tangerine, hibiscus, some white, white tea, I believe, is in it as well. Um, I got a little taste of it. It was really good. He uh, set me up with a couple of cans of it. I am definitely encouraged to drink uh, a can or two of that. Spiked seltzer seems to be uh, the new wave of the future, seems to be the new the new juicy IPA. And uh, Count Walensky from VinePair wrote a great piece. I posted it up on the Craft Beer Cast site, Um, and she has an interesting take on this. So according to recent data from the IRI, which their year-to-date off-premise beer sales on the rise, uh, but most of the growth is not coming from beer. Uh, According to Kat, the primary drivers are flavored malt beverages, of which spiked seltzer is a part of. Now, IPA's were the highest uh, in terms of uh, off-premise beer sales. So about 14% growth, according to Kat, in both volume and dollar sales. This, and she got this information from Brewbound. Top brands include Elysian Space Dust IPA and Founders All Day IPA. Elysian was uh, at 30.6% up, whereas Founders All Day IPA up about 16%, um, which is interesting. Not surprising. You find a lot of founders all day IPA at a lot of ballparks, a lot of concert venues. Same thing with Elysian Space Dust, obviously, because of uh, AB InBev. But um, in the spiked seltzer category, she says that uh, t- there was 23.3% growth in volume uh, sales. Um, the Leading the way, uh, Mark Anthony's brand's White Claw Variety Pack up 320%. White Claws Black Jer- uh, Cherry up 308%. Boston Beer's Truly Hard Seltzer Berry Mix Pack also increased 604%. So why is that? So cat believes, and I, I tend to agree with her here, they're, um, they're lower in alcohol, they're lower in calories, and they're lower in carbs than a lot of craft beers. So you see a lot of health-conscious people drinking those things because of that fact. Um, hard Seltzer's... In smaller, thin cans, easy to pack, easy to take to the beach. Uh, that's another selling point. Um, again, all of these things are not good for you. Obviously, you drink in moderation. But it's interesting to note that spiked seltzer seemed to be the new hit thing over the last year or so. That's why you're starting to see a lot of brewers come up with lower-calorie, lower-carb beers for the health-conscious people. We've seen Dogfish Head dogfish do it with their Sequential and now coming out with a low-calorie uh, IPA. I think we're going to start seeing that from a number of brewers as, things go, uh, you know, as, the, as time goes on. Uh, I, again, I like the fact that a New Jersey brewery has decided to jump into the spiked seltzer category. Uh, we're going to talk with uh, Hugh, um, Hugh Sissons next week from Heavy Seas. They've just introduced a cider. I think you're starting to see breweries branch out now because you don't want to just have... Listen, you know that you're going to have the beer crowd, but what's going to separate you from that beer crowd? New things, innovative things. I get it. I don't know if I don't know if a brewery necessarily has to come out with a new beer every week or every couple of weeks. I think there there is a you know a point where the brewery market is kind of oversaturated a little bit with a new thing every single week. I can't imagine people sitting online every single week, you know, looking to get the latest new beer. I certainly wouldn't do it if I see it in the store. Great, I'll pick it up and try it. If I don't, you know, I'm okay with that. Um, but seltzers are very approachable. They're very, they're easily, you know, and here's the other thing, they're approachable for women as well. Uh, I think women have an easier time drinking uh, a spiked seltzer as opposed to drinking a beer. And again, if you're health conscious, if you're looking to have something with just a little bit of kick, but not too much and not get too, uh, you know, overloaded, spiked seltzer is the way to go. So uh, it'll be interesting to see over the course of this summer and moving into next year, if those spiked seltzers stay on the rise. I heard from a little bird that AB InBev is going to be uh, soon getting into the spiked seltzer realm. So you know if they're getting involved, they're not trying to lose market value either, and they're seeing that probably, and that's why uh, they're probably jumping in. Now, when we come back after a short break, and thanks to Count Olinsky for that great article uh, from VinePair. When we come back after a short break, Clark Louie, the president, and Mike Sable, the brewmaster of Toppling Goliath, will join me. This is the Al Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer.
0: News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970. The answer.
5: It's mostly cloudy and 74 degrees. What's going on? Read the answer. A Pennsylvania man is facing arson and attempted murder charges for allegedly setting a massive fire in Brooklyn on Thursday in an apparent grudge against a local rabbi. This woman lives in the area and is glad police found the person believed to be behind the blaze. Relieved that they finally caught him and I hope he, uh, you know, there's justice and he's put away for a really long time. I have never seen anything like this before. Police say that 41 year old Matthew Karlevsky of McKeesport was taken into custody this morning and the fire in the Midwood section torched three buildings that left at least 12 people with minor injuries, including babies and firefighters. Police say that Karlevsky has a tattoo on his arm that reads, in part, never let go of the hatred, kill rabbi. Construction gets underway tomorrow at Penn Station, and with it will come a number of inconveniences for commuters. While officials are stopping short of calling it a summer of hell for commuters, they're saying that there'll be some big headaches as service on NJ Transit will be affected. The project will divert riders to Hoboken from the Montclair-Booten line for the next 12 weeks. In addition, Amtrak is rebuilding a portion of track on the east end of the station. The $30 million project is expected to last through September 2nd. In sports, the U.S. Open champ is Gary Woodland. Checking on the Mets, well, this afternoon they fell to the Cardinals four-three, but the Yankees did beat the Chicago White Sox. That final score was ten three. Traffic delays if you're making your way through Queens. We had an accident on the Grand Central Westbound of Francis Lewis Boulevard knocked out the right lane. Traffic stop and go from Cross Island Parkway. Left lane is closed in the south tube of the Queensbound Queens Midtown Tunnel that is due to left lane construction. Weather for tonight. Showers are likely mainly before midnight. Then it's mostly cloudy with lows of 67. 30% chance of showers in the afternoon for tomorrow and then otherwise mostly cloudy. High 79. Now you know what's going on. I'm Amy Salerno, and I'm 970 The Answer.
1: Is a friend or loved one's gambling problem affecting your life emotionally, spiritually, or financially? Do you yourself take a toll on the people around you due to a gambling issue? The effects of problem gambling are far-reaching. They've come in many different forms and grow with technology. At 800-GAMBLER, we invite you to have the conversation. Chat with your family member, speak with your friend, or have a talk with yourself. Is a gambling problem affecting your life? Visit 800gambler.org for access to a new video, various programs, services, and resources for disordered gamblers, their friends, and or loved ones. We work to educate the public and provide aid to anyone who needs it. Always know that if you reach out, you will be met with compassion and understanding from our team. We're here to help you in any way possible. 800 Gambler, we offer support, treatment, and hope. We're just a phone call or click away. This message sponsored by the Council on Compulsive Gambling in New Jersey, the New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station.
0: Joe Piscopo wakes you up at 6 a.m.
1: Kevin McCullough takes you home at 5 p.m.
0: Weekdays on AM 970, The Answer.
2: All right, welcome back to the Gatulo Beer Cast here on AM nine seventy the answer. Uh we're also on the Hopped Up Network as well. Just go to hoppedupnetwork.com, dot com and you can click on a plethora of different beer casts from there that you can listen to uh that are recorded all over the country, uh, to be honest with you. You can follow me on Twitter at Algatulo, Instagram at Gatulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Double L O, uh Facebook dot com slash A G Crep Beercast, via email at Albert G at NYC dot com and of course iTunes and Google Play as well. Now, my next guests are involved in one of the best breweries in the state of Iowa. They just recently have made their way into New Jersey. Toppling Goliath is the name of the brewery. TGBrews.com is the website for more information. So let me welcome into the Craft Beer Cast for the first time the president, Clark Louis and brewmaster Mike Sabo. Guys, thanks for jumping on. How are you today? Hey,
6: this is I'm Clark. Fine. I'm doing, doing great, Al. Thanks for having us. Go ahead, Mike.
2: I'm doing
4: fantastic as well. Thanks for having us, Al. Appreciate it.
2: Excellent. Now, Clark, you and your wife, Barbara, were home brewers, and you started the brewery back in 2009. What were you doing before that, uh, before you decided to jump into brewing beer as a full-time business?
6: So I've been uh, an executive in the beverage industry for most of my life on the supplier side. So I had a good opportunity to learn how the the business worked. Uh, My customers were PepsiCo, Coca-Cola. Anheuser Busch, Miller Coors, Heineken. So I really got to learn the distribution system, which has been uh, a, it, it's been a good ace in the in the sleeve uh, when you start your own brewery.
2: Right. And, okay. And so and and you know you discovered I guess through the course of your home brewing that this was something you really wanted to do as a full time thing, and uh, you decided to jump in. Uh,
6: yes, I actually I started the company up as a hobby business, you know, just thinking it'd be a nice little fun side project. Um, I was an empty duster, raised all my kids, have a lot of energy, and so I started up as a little hobby business, and then uh, Mike joined us, and he actually knew what the heck was going on with making beer, so I realized this could probably be more than a hobby business.
2: <laughs> so Mike, all right, then let me ask you, Mike, how did you get started, and where were you brewing uh, before joining uh, Toppling Goliath?
4: So I was brewing at another brewery about an hour south of where we are now, mm-hmm. and Originally, I got into beer from a high school trip over to Germany, and so I ended up spending two summers in a row over in Germany, and long story short, I liked beer so much, when I came back, I discovered, well, I wasn't old enough to buy beer over here anymore, but I was old enough to buy the ingredients to make beer, so that was the loophole, and I started making and brewing beer throughout my college years, and that snowballed into, eventually, my career. Wow.
2: that's see, Now that's pretty cool. And it seems as a, a lot of the brewers that I've talked to, the brewmasters that I've talked to, it's always that trip to Europe that kind of clicks in for them. I mean, there's some that, well, you know, I started dabbling around, et cetera, et cetera. But it's always that trip to Europe, to Germany, to Belgium, that really they get you get that love and appreciation for beer. I, I don't know if it's because... The beer has been, you know, has been made for thousands of years there in a certain way or whatever it is, but it seems that seems to be the common denominator with you guys. Now, in a, in a very short period of time, your brewery has exploded, guys, all over the state and the rest of the country with your IPAs and Big Boozy Stouts. Were IPAs and stouts always in the plan when you started?
6: Yeah, that's just, Clark. Uh, they, they really were. When we started the brewery in northeast Iowa, uh, the distributors really didn't think our part of the, the state would enjoy happy beers, and that was pretty disappointing for myself. Mm-hmm. And that was our main charter: start to make these happy beers. And when when Mike joined, you know, we we had the idea to make some big stouts, but he really took it a step further because his uh, he was ready to start barrel aging some beers, mm-hmm. and I was excited about it. Really knew nothing about it, so we we started the learning curve together, and that that's really been his baby. And uh, I'll let him jump in.
2: There. mike go right ahead
4: yeah so yeah hoppy beers that's always been uh something that just felt natural for for both of us and the stouts has been a fun thing uh for us to introduce as well and and honestly we have worked on, on sour beers just as long, but we haven't introduced that at a production level yet, mm-hmm. uh, not until we, we put up a, a separate facility. We do have plans for that in the future, right. and then within the next year or so, we actually were planning on introducing some of the classic styles that originally got some of us interested in beer, your German-style Hefeweizens mm-hmm. and, and Pilsners and things along, along those lines.
2: We're talking with Clark Louie, the president and brewmaster, as well as Mike Sabo of Toppling Goliath. Uh, Well, actually, Mike is the brewmaster, uh, Clark is the president, but they're both brewing beer together here. They're located uh, in Decorah, Iowa. uh, TGBrews.com is the website for more information here on the Al Craft Beer Cast on AM970, The Answer. So you guys started out small, but very soon you had to expand to meet the huge demand. I mean, let's face it, you guys started in 2009, it's barely 10 years later, and you've built a 100-barrel system and restaurant. Tell me a little bit more about this place.
6: that's pretty exciting for us. You know, our girls started... We really got the ball rolling with the ten barrel system, and we moved up, built a new facility with a thirty barrel system, and then before you know it, we were uh, we were staring down the, the potential demand to build a hundred barrel brew house, and so we did pull out all the stops. Uh, Mike and I designed the brew house for about a year and a half with my uh, with my building contractor. We traveled around the country and looked at breweries, looked at things we liked, looked at what we didn't like, and we thought, you know what, we got to build a pretty exciting brewery to get people to want to come to Nicora. We only have 8,500 people or so in town, so we wow. thought, you know, we're going to pull out all the stops. We're going to bring food. We're going to we're going to get the best brew house made. We think it's actually one of the best made anyways, it's the Steinecker system, mm-hmm. which is pretty amazing. It's a, it's a Rolls-Royce, and, you know, since then, we've been uh, diligently organically growing the company and, and working to meet demand and add new markets.
2: So so you're a big economic driver in your town uh, with a town of only eighty five hundred people there's got to be a lot of demand uh for beer that comes out of your restaurant and Mike, this has to be a dream come true for you. You can pretty much brew whatever you want
4: yeah absolutely i mean we're we're very lucky for that nowadays because when we were when we were smaller, we had local fanfare, but it really wasn't until 2013 that we really turned the corner and we started to get some national attention right and ever since then now our parking lot friday through sunday is filled up with license plates from all over the country and when we do special releases sometimes that's that's international folks that are joining us wow so yeah being able to experiment and and essentially do whatever we want um yeah we're very lucky we have have people that support us in those endeavors and yeah we get to wake up and love the dream
2: that that is exciting we're talking with clark Louie, the president and brewmaster mike sabo of toppling goliath they're located in Decorah, iowa as they just said tgbrews.com is the website for more information we're here on the algotulo craft beer cast on am 970 the answer so your your beers guys have, are in a number of states i i believe it's it's over 15 states you've just gotten into new jersey a month or so ago why was new jersey the next choice and how have new jersey folks responded to the beers
6: well, the East Coast Market was something Mike and I have been studying for five years, and we've, we've executed the plan pretty much right on T. Um, we've, we started out in Massachusetts and rolled the roll Island in Connecticut, and we found the right partner for New York. And in, in working with, with the partner there, uh, with, with Serene Distributing, they were in New Jersey as well, and they were such a great fit for us in, in New York. York that we heard what they had to say about New
2: Jersey, and that did, that did fit logically um, in, into our goals. So, hello, New Jersey. Thank you for having us. <laughs> That's awesome. And I'll be honest with you, uh, my, my, local, uh, my local place did a tap takeover with you guys uh, a couple of weeks ago. That's where I first heard of you guys. I had heard some stories about your beer and stuff, and I said, oh, great. And so they were having a, a tap takeover, and I have to tell you, the pseudo sioux, the king Sioux uh, fantastic beers. The morning latte is just a great stout uh, to drink. I'm, I'm looking forward, and actually, Fire Skulls and Money, uh, I liked a lot as well. So I'm looking forward to trying some of the, the bigger, boozier things uh, as they come in. And speaking of that, the governor of the state of Iowa, Kim Reynolds, recently uh, signed Senate File 230 into law. Now, this is huge, not only for you guys, but for other brewers in Iowa as well. The law allows brewers to expand into winemaking and distilled spirits in addition to making beer. So how significant is this new law for you? I know that she signed the law at the brewery, but how significant is it for you guys?
6: You know, it's, it's absolutely huge. Uh, distilling is something Mike and I have been talking about for a few years. So we started to look at this law uh, two years ago, actually. And we, we were one of the breweries in Iowa that has a, its own lobbyists. And we went to work... Uh, we went to work to get the law changed and through our our senator, uh, Senator Breitbach, um, Mike and Kurt Weimer and myself and our staff and our lobbyist our firm, we, we work with everyone. We've got a law, we've got it through the, the Senate, uh, the House and the Senate almost unanimously. Everybody really liked it, it's a job creation bill and now it, it does allow us to become a distillery. We're excited for that because previously the law stated and not only could we not have a distiller's license in Iowa, but anywhere in the universe. And that just didn't sit well with us. And we are we pretty excited. We've had the governor at our facility three times, so we are pretty excited to have, her, uh, have them reach out and say they were going to sign the toppling bill, the distilling bill in our brewery. So it was quite an honor for both of us, I believe. Well-
2: so, Clark, let me let me let me make sure I have this right. So if you, let's say you were from out of state and you were coming in and you wanted to build a brewery, but you had a license as a distiller, you could not get a brewing license in Iowa before this law was changed.
6: That's correct, Al. You could not.
2: Wow. Now, that's I mean, that sounds like a pretty uh, archaic law. Good thing that you guys got to change. So, um, Mike, what kind of uh, I, I don't know if you have a distilling background at all. Is there stuff that you'd want to make?
4: Yeah, there's absolutely things that we want to make. Actually, Clark bought me a shirt a few years ago that says, my second favorite beer is bourbon. That's a very (laughs) accurate shirt for me. (laughs) Um, I'm actually, I'm I'm a huge fan of bourbon and Kentucky style rye whiskey.
7: Uh, So
4: we definitely have plans of introducing those and introducing some old world methods when it comes to making those, but we also want to do some clear spirits as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it'd be safe to say that uh, the heaviest amount of passion lies for me anyway, within the bourbon and the rye whiskey. Right. But, um, it's it's all just it's all just a fun project to be to be a part of
2: and and that's i mean just moving forward that's a great thing to look, to look forward to when when you guys get it up and running and and you know to be able to do different stuff and then eventually i guess barrel age your own beers in the bourbon uh that and the rye that you're making right exactly how-
6: exactly yep. Nailed
2: it. That's it. That's it. All right, well, my guests have been Clark Louie, the president, and brewmaster Mike Sabo of Toppling Goliath. They're located out in Decorah, Iowa. TGBrews.com is the website for more information. Uh, they're in New York. They're in New Jersey. They're in a number of different states across the country, Massachusetts, Connecticut, like they said, and, of course, uh, right there in their home state of Iowa. Guys, thanks so much for joining me tonight. Very much appreciate it. Yeah, thank, thank you, you Al. Al.
6: you, You got it. I want to thank all your viewers for supporting Toppling Goliath and the craft beer market.
2: We appreciate it. Up next, it's time for Suds and Duds on the Al Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer.
0: Larry Elder isn't surprised the Democrats don't like the president's deal with Mexico.
1: Even CNN said that Trump got almost everything he wanted from Mexico in the agreement. Now, were Democrats happy that tariffs were not imposed and that this threat to our economy has been averted and that possibly the 100,000 or so illegal aliens that crossed the border last month, that number will go down?
0: Not exactly. The Larry Elder Show. Weeknights at 7, right before Joe Walsh at 9 on AM 970. The answer.
7: America is kept safe because the Army National Guard responds, protects, and supports our nation when it needs them most. From fighting wildfires with air support, helping civilians in flooded neighborhoods, to delivering food and supplies to those who have lost everything, the Army National Guard always responds when disaster strikes. Join the Army National Guard and be there to respond, protect, and support your community and your country. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the New York Army National Guard. Aired by the New York State Broadcasters Association and this station. Every Saturday morning at 7, the Auto Lab, the longest-running auto
0: show in New York City, can be heard for a full two hours. Host Professor Harold Walchok and a diverse panel of automotive experts will answer all your basic automotive questions and fill you in on the history and culture of the auto industry. The Auto Lab is on the air and here to help for a full two hours. Listen every Saturday morning starting at 7, right here on AM 970, The Answer. AM 97 The answer. Such
4: a night. You're such a night. Sweet confusion under the moonlight.
2: Final segment of the Algatulo Craft Beer cast on AM 970. The answer. Follow me very easily on Twitter at Algatulo. Instagram at Catulo, G A TULLO. Facebook.com slash AGCraftBeerCast via email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com. And don't forget iTunes and Google Play. You just do a search for AG Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. Alexa Ready as well. And also, you can find us on the Hopped Up Network. Just go to the HoppedUpNetwork.com and uh, you can listen to my beer cast as well as a plethora of other great shows dealing with beer and music and sports and comic books and movies, all kinds of, all kinds of great stuff. We thank the Hopped Up Network for putting our show on their platform as well. Little uh, Dr. John, such a night uh, from the album In the Right Place. Dr. John, who passed away uh, last week uh, at the age of 77, uh, just a legendary New Orleans musician, uh, just a, an amazing uh, blues, zydeco, you know, that, that kind of uh, genre of music. We've talked about it earlier in the show as well uh, about uh, Dr. John's passing. What a great artist. Never got a chance to see him live. Um, just never, you know, I liked a lot of his stuff, but not enough that, I, you know, hey, he's in town. We should go see him. Uh, Dr. John was one of those guys later on in his career, obviously he wasn't filling out the big stadiums, playing clubs and things of that nature, but uh, uh, you know, his, his presence uh, is uh, keenly missed, and uh, what a tremendous artist Dr. John uh, was, and uh, now he's uh, up in the uh, great big sky. It must be a heck of a, um, if you believe in such things, must be uh, quite uh, the band. That is uh, up in the pearly gates right now, if you believe in such things. Anyway, as we, as we uh, continue on here, our final segment of the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast for this week, uh, the Suds and Duds segment, a bunch of different beers to get into. Uh, first one uh, from uh, the good friends from Jack's Abbey uh, had sent me a bunch of beers. Uh, of, uh, I would say, God, it's got to be at least three, four weeks ago. I'm finally making my way through them. So I had the house lager. Uh, which is just a, uh, you know, as I put it on Untapped, and you can follow me on Untapped at Gattulo, Uh This beer goes great with a cigar, sunny weather, and a nice breeze. I mean, it was just the uh, the perfect combination um, that uh, that allowed me to drink this one, and it's just a just a great great lager. Again, Jack's Abbey uh, lagers and pilsners are what they do, and they do them very well. And if you are looking for a change of pace, kind of thing, if you are not into the uh, to the IPA craze, or you just want something different, or the whole natural light natter days thing. Again, I don't get that whole scene, but okay. I, I mean, I, I kind of understand it. It's not for me, and I'm not going to review it on this show, plain and simple, um, which I don't think I've said about any particular beer, to be quite honest with you. But anyway, uh, Jack Sabby, uh, their craft lager, their house lager, fantastic beer. You will not go wrong with that one. And then I had a, a red-headed step brewer by Departed Souls, uh, Brian Kubacki from uh, Departed Souls has sent me a bunch of beers a while back because uh, I'm friends with uh, Kevin Burkhart, who, if you know the name uh, on Fox, he's the number two guy with football, uh, runs the heads up their uh, baseball studio night uh, stuff, does some play-by-play with baseball as well. I think he's doing, what is he doing? Like, I don't know if he was doing like 15 or 20 games with the Tampa Bay Rays this year. So uh, kudos to Kevin. We've been friends for a very long time. And anyway, he has a gluten intolerance. So... Brian makes a lot of gluten-free beers, wanted to send some over to him, so he did, and he ended up sending me a few beers as well. So, Brian, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Had the Red-Headed Step Brewer, and this one's really nice. Chocolate, caramel, uh, they're both very subtle in there, but they're there, and it's a very smooth beer. I like this one a lot uh, if you're, again, looking for a change of pace. It's kind of what I was looking for, and this just fit the bill perfectly. A little chocolate, a little caramel, uh, very nicely done. Um, had the blood orange wheat from Jack's Abbey as well. This one, honestly, this was one of those ones. They sent me the, this whole bunch of beers, right? Jack's Abbey. And I kind of put this one on the back burner. I'm not a big fan of Rattlers. I don't like them. I know they're refreshing for the summertime or whatever, but for some reason, uh, they've never really sat well with me. Uh, it, it's one of those is it a beer? Is it a. Uh... Is it a shandy? Is it uh, a wine cooler? Is it, you know, I don't know. Anything but a a beer. It just didn't feel like a beer to me. But anyway, I finally got around to cracking this one open. And to be quite honest with you, much better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, Lots of good uh, blood orange in there. Very smooth. Just different. Uh, I, I was not expecting this. I was expecting really something else. I was expecting more of a juice variety with a little bit of carbonation, like an easy drink just something, you know, to kind of wet the palate, and you got a little carbonation on the back end to kind of make you think that it's a beer. That's exactly what I was expecting, and I didn't get that. So very pleasantly surprised at how much I like the blood orange wheat uh, from Jack Abby, So kudos to you guys. You got me to try it. And would I try it again? Yeah, I would. Uh, it was it was drinkable enough for me that I would actually have it again. I uh, had an Adios Muchachos uh, from Cypress Brewing Company. Found this over at Joe Canals in Woodbridge. Uh, just on a whim because of the fact that it's Bolero Snort and it's Cypress. Um, both of these guys, the collaboration between the two of them. Cypress obviously brewed the beer. Uh, this is a ha- It's hazy. It's a little juicy. Smooth going down. A shot of bitterness on the end. I really like this one. This is definitely something that I would get again if these two collabed on it again. Or if Bolero decides to make this at their new tap room, uh, I would definitely be interested in drinking this one. I really like this one a lot. Adios, muchachos. Uh, for sure, a, an excellent beer. Then I went back to Jack's Abbey with a Hoponius Union. I had thought that I had had this before, and I didn't. For some reason, I really thought I had had this already, and maybe I didn't check in on Untapped or whatever, but long story short, I didn't have this beer. Uh, nice lager, a little bit of hop. Uh, I could very easily drink this at a tailgate, easy peasy. Like this is one, if I had a couple in the in, in the cooler and was looking to start off the night, and uh, start off easy uh, before getting into some maybe heavy bitty, uh, more bitter stuff, bitterer listen to me bitter more bitter stuff. I definitely would uh go with this one from jack's abbey this was uh This was a really delicious beer, and then finished it off with uh the that night that I was uh sampling beers with the uh brigadero uh by Springdale, which is by jack's uh, uh, Jack's Abbey um, This is just a banging stout chocolate coffee, creamy, smooth, delicious. Not a heavy ABV. It's just a perfect stout to kind of end off the night. I think it's somewhere around 7% or 8% or something like that. It's not, it's not, that, it's not a 10, 12. It's not an imperial stout. It's a good enough stout that you can drink it uh, and not feel overwhelmed and not feel like, oh, my God, I, I can't have another beer. For me, it was a night capper, uh, but I think you could definitely drink this uh, at other points. It's, I don't want to say it's more of a dessert beer. It's definitely something that you can. Um, it's definitely something more that you could have, uh, you know, after dinner as an after dinner beer for sure. Um, had a Lolita, a twenty seventeen version of the Lolita uh, from Goose Island, and uh, much more acidic than the version I drank a few months ago. Much more of a wine flavor out of it, maybe because it had been sitting for a couple of years. Um, interesting. Uh, not exactly sure if I would go back to this, and, and obviously it's out of production. Uh, but the one that I had uh, a few months ago was not as acidic, and again, maybe because it was sitting in the bottle, and it's a Wild Ale, so you don't know what's going to happen, how the flavors are going to, uh, you know, um, how the flavors are going to come out uh, over the course of time, letting it sit. Uh, and it was given to me warm, and then I, you know, it, it ended up, you know, putting it in the refrigerator. So who knows? Maybe that had something to do with it. I don't know. Uh, but again, I don't know if it's something I would go back to. Um, if it was on tap, I would certainly try it as part of a flight. I don't know if I would necessarily order a glass of it. So maybe it's uh, maybe it's the dud of the group. Uh, but again, it's one of those, I, I enjoyed it. Did I drink it? Yes. Um, is it something that I would drink again? Again, I don't know. If I had other choices, you know, probably not. And then finally, this is a great beer. Tart of Darkness with Black Carrance, uh from last year, 2018, by Brewery Terex. This is just an amazing beer. It is sour. It's tart. Um, I had the bottle sitting for a little bit. I had bought it uh, about five or six months ago and let it sit in the refrigerator. I found it over in, uh, where the heck did I find this? Jersey City. They had it uh, at the buy right there, right as you come out of the Holland Tunnel. And I saw it, and I said, oh, my goodness, because I had had it on tap at Paragon tap and Table. In fact, I bought two bottles. I gave one to my buddy Sherm over there because I know he loves this. Like, this is a beer that he really enjoys, and so do I. It's a 12-ounce bottle. Um, it's not a big boozer. But it is certainly one of those where you could pour it into a whole glass and let it sit for a little bit and drink it over the course of, you know, 30, 45 minutes. Um, I wonder if this would go well with a cigar. wouldn't one. I I don't know if I'd want to ruin it with a cigar, but let me tell you something. It was a great nightcap for that night. Uh, again, if you like sour, tart, dark beers, this is the one for you. It's just such a great, great beer. And it's so super smooth. Um, I really enjoyed it a great deal. Uh, it is fantastic. Again, the Tart of Darkness with Black Carrance, uh from last year uh, by Brewery Terex. Those guys, they make some excellent beer, so kudos to them. Folks, we're out of time. My thanks to Jerry Crowley, Phil Boyce, Darren Yellen, Clark Louie, the president, and brewmaster Mike Sabo uh, of Toppling Goliath located out in Decorah, Iowa. And, of course, last but not least... The great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. This is the Al Gazzullo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer. Cheers,
0: everybody